This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. A warm welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. Taiwanese electronic scooter maker Gogoro begins trading today on the Nasdaq stock exchange, becoming the first Taiwanese company to list in the United States in 16 years. The Taoyuan-based company is listing on the Nasdaq Global Select Market after concluding a merger with a special-purpose acquisition company. The merger raises over 300 million U.S. dollars for future growth as Gogoro continues to expand its signature battery-swapping technologies and ecosystem abroad. In the past two years, the company has established strategic partnerships in several of the world's biggest scooter markets, including China, India and Indonesia. For more on Gogoro's initial public offering, our reporter Ranho Kilpatrick spoke with the company's chief financial officer, Bruce Eichen. He began by asking what expectations are as shares go live. We've been working at this for a long time, for 10 years as a company. A great day for all employees, great day for our investors. Um, so we're super excited. In, in terms of what happens next, uh, we believe that we've got a solid financial foundation. Our technology and our batteries provide a great deal of cash. Profitability will follow down the path as we get off depreciation cycle of some of our assets. And we're excited to take our story, expand internationally, take what we've demonstrated to be a great solution in Taiwan, take it to other countries around the world. Um, and we hope uh, that, you know, investors globally will reward us for that based on our solid financials. Tell us um, a bit more about Gogoro's plans for the future, both in Taiwan and abroad. You can go anywhere in Taiwan and, and be able to find a battery. So range anxiety is no longer a concern. As we expand into other locations, we'll do so much more on an urban basis, on a city by city basis. We don't need to blanket all of India or all of China or all of Southeast Asia to be successful. Um, so we'll take a very urban-driven uh, approach. We're working with very large partners who all believe that battery swapping is a better solution than battery charging. And we're working in countries where governments are really pushing through regulation the benefits of electrification. So we hope to scale through China, through India, through Indonesia initially. We're working with large partners to do so and excited again to take the Taiwan technology and show the world what we're capable of. Fuel prices have been spiking all around the world. Uh, would you say this is an especially timely moment for EVs and Gogoro in particular? So gas prices are high right now. Uh, we like to think that people choose electric mobility for both cost reasons, but maybe more importantly for sustainability reasons. And so almost regardless of current price of oil and current price of gas, we think that electric is a great solution. It's our mission at GoGoRo to make smart swappable battery available to urban riders everywhere in the world. We think this is a great way for uh, urban riders to choose a sustainable, greener solution. Um, we have great technology. We've demonstrated that technology in Taiwan. We're excited to take it to the rest of the world to grow our business and to make it irresistible for customers to make responsible choices. Glove puppets and their stories of heroic courage are a traditional part of Taiwanese street entertainment. Now a company is turning puppets into crypto assets. The makers of the TV show Thunderbolt, which has been around since the 1980s, are aiming to move into the metaverse thanks to its puppet stars. Louise Watt reports. Taiwan's longest-running traditional puppet TV show, 
is now trying its hand at something new. The company that makes the show Thunderbolt is turning puppets into NFTs or non-fungible tokens, digital items that can be bought and sold just like physical art. It's a bold new adventure for the glove puppets and their studio in Yunning County, central Taiwan. NFTs exploded in popularity last year, offering artists, photographers and filmmakers new ways of selling their work. An NFT artwork fetched 69.3 million US dollars at Christie's a year ago in the first sale by a major auction house of an artwork with no physical form. But since then, the NFT market has cooled somewhat. Besides that, Pili, which has thousands of glove puppets, faces challenges in selling NFT versions to Taiwanese and international customers. A popular form of street entertainment, Taiwanese puppets often blend intricate stories with martial arts. Despite that, Pili has sold more than 30,000 sets since February, each starting at $40. Marketing technology company Vivi is in charge of selling the NFTs. Their makers hope turning these glove puppets into crypto assets will help them do battle in a digital future. Karma Xu and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. It's Tomb Sweeping Day in Taiwan, where people across the country visit the graves of their ancestors to honor them and make offerings. Our reporter Eric Gao is in the northern city of Taoyuan at one of the country's largest family gatherings. This is the Ye family mausoleum in Taoyuan City in northern Taiwan. For over 200 years, members of the Ye family have come back on Qimingjie, Tomb Sweeping Festival, to pay their respects to their common ancestors. This tradition has been going strong for over 200 years, 15 generations, and as you can see, people are coming back even during the time of COVID-19. Before the pandemic, this was the largest single-family tomb sweeping event in the country. While many people will actually sweep a tomb on this day, the Ye family gathers in front of a pagoda-style tower that houses the ashes of their forebears. They bring along specially prepared offerings of food and paper money to give their ancestors in the afterlife and burn incense to send their prayers to the heavens. Now or never, that's the stark warning from the UN if we are to avoid climate disaster. According to the agency's latest report, severe emission cuts have to happen now or the world will become uninhabitable. James Tater reports. Earth ablaze. Last year, wildfires produced a record 1.76 billion tons of carbon across the world. Another sign, says the UN Secretary General, that we're on a fast track for climate disaster. The global body on Monday released its latest climate report. We are on a pathway to global warming of more than doubled 1.5 degree limit agreed in Paris. Some government and business leaders are saying one thing but doing another. Simply put, they are lying. And the results will be catastrophic. 
Among the key findings, the UN report warned carbon emissions must peak within three years to avoid severe climate impact. It said current pledges won't limit warming to the 1.5 degrees agreed at the 2015 Paris Accord. Instead, the current rate of emissions will cause a temperature increase of 3.2 degrees by the year 2100. Our assessment concludes that unless there are immediate and deep emission reductions across all sectors, limiting warming to 1.5 degrees will be beyond reach. Scientists say warming exceeding 1.5 degrees would cause ecosystems to collapse, leading to droughts, storms and wildfires. But in a note of optimism, the report did say renewable energy resources are becoming more affordable. Taiwan is not a UN member state, so it's not a signatory to the reports. But Taiwan's government last week outlined a 30 billion US dollar roadmap for reaching net zero carbon emissions by 2050. That includes increasing renewable sources to more than 60% of Taiwan's energy mix. In 2020, coal produced nearly 45% of Taiwan's power. But environmental experts said that wasn't far enough. Although we say uh, this plan have some positive side, but they also have some dark side of this plan. Uh, the first thing is that this plan, they don't have a very concrete coal phase-out date yet. But according to the UN report, that's exactly what is urgently needed. Major cities underwater, unprecedented heat waves, terrifying storms, widespread water shortages, the extinction of a million species of plants and animals. And this is not fiction or exaggeration. It is what science tells us will result from our current energy policies. The goals are clear. But as the UN report shows, despite the looming disaster, the world is failing to meet the challenge. Asnai Joe and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. Houston-based startup Axiom Space is sending a team of its astronauts to the International Space Station, or ISS. The four-man crew will be the first-ever astronaut team at a station working for a private company rather than a national space agency. Liftoff is scheduled for Friday. The 10-day mission will include scientific work on cancer and aging. NASA and others in the space industry say the mission will be an important moment in the growth of commercial operations in Earth's orbit. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.